the Ring Fanatics podcast, episode number five. I'm Nick, your host, and of course, with me as always, my co-host, Joel. We're going to talk mainly about the draft today. Um, starts tomorrow, night on SmackDown, and ends next Monday night on Raw. Before we get to that, we're basically going to talk about NXT TakeOver 31 that happened this past Sunday. Just talk about our thoughts, like we did last week with Class of Champions. So, uh, starting off with you, Joel, what, what, what did you think of NXT TakeOver 31? What were your thoughts about it, general thoughts? Uh, general thoughts, I thought it was a good show. I thought um, they delivered, as always, because, you know, NXT always always doing their thing. Um, surprising at a lot of the decisions that were made that night. You feel the same way? Yeah, me too. I felt a lot of things that were surprising to me. I was like, wait. No, yeah, but it was an interesting show. I liked it. Yeah, it was cool. It, it was it, it gave me that takeover feeling to it, not because of the the new arena they are in, not new arena, but like different feel to it because of the arena. How do you feel did. about that? I like it. I like it. You like it? A, a little. Well, the only thing I have a problem with it is that I don't know about you, but it gives me the the raw underground feeling to it. I don't know if you feel the same way or felt yeah. the same way. Yeah, but me too. I, I guess when I saw it, I was like, dude, it's like raw underground. I thought I thought everyone was gonna compete, like you know, grappling stuff like that. <laughs> but you know it's 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 still cool though it's different i like the setup and everything it was dope the cages were cool um i, I don't really i never really knew about the center the capital wrestling center i don't i never knew about oh, that i'll be before. straight up i'll be straight up me either I'll be yeah up. i was like I, when i heard of it i was like what the hell is this i was like i, I never heard of that yeah before. I, had to, I had to look into it I had yeah to look into it. so i was like I, I don't know if they had cages back then with it too so maybe that was why they had it but the cages gave it a different feel, but kind of confusing why they brought that in. It's kind of, it, I guess it, they want to give it like a, a gritty vibe, like something that's way different from the main roster. Yeah. So they have it like like it's dark, you know what I mean? Like it gives you that underground vibe. Yeah, yeah. That's so what I thought about to, too. It's just to set them apart. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Because that's what it gave me. Like that's I think that's why it gave me the raw underground feeling because it was kind of dark to it. Yeah. I don't know if I mean all takeovers were kind of dark if you think about it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't there were there weren't that many lights. It wasn't that colorful or anything. It that was is like true. That it, is true. So maybe they were they were giving it that type of dark feeling to begin with because yeah. you know and yeah. NXT, NXT just has that dark vibe. Yeah. It's their colors are black and yellow. They use or, mainly black for everything. Every yeah. takeover has a black logo. It's either not, black and yellow, black and white. Yeah, so it has black in just, it. That's just their look. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what was your? I would say your favorite match was your match of the night. What would, what would you say that um, match was? Obviously, the main event. Yeah, was awesome. How do you feel about I, the injuries? The injuries that they got. Oh, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I knew too. that was coming. The way they were fighting that gave me that. Uh, gave me that. Uh, they were Japanese going style. at it. Yeah, they yeah. were going at it. I was like, wow. And then yeah. um. It was a lot of stiff shots in that match. A lot, a lot of shock factors happened tonight. That 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 night, because we had Ember Moon returning. How do you feel about that? By the way, I don't want to jump into a different topic at once. But how do you feel about that? I don't know how I feel about it. Like, Me too. Me too. I feel it. I guess bringing her back, she was one of the most um, dominant champions they had, other than Oscar. And so I guess Embel, yeah, but she she really dominated. Like she was, I think Shayna took it off her. Yeah, right? 
Yeah, so it was. It's cool to bring her back. They're not really doing nothing with her in the main roster. She's coming back from an injury, right? Yeah, I think she was out for like a year. I think or a little bit over a year. Oh. It was that long. Oh yeah. yeah, we haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, but yeah, like I don't know, just I don't know. Give me a weird vibe when I saw her. Me too. I, it was cool. Like it was cool though. I, I like to see her back. Great, specifically at NXT. She yeah. feel like she's the best there. Stack division now, by the way. Tony yeah. Storm also returned. NXT. That was dope. That was dope. You know who I actually thought uh who I thought was gonna come out other than Ember Moon. I actually thought you know um uh, Tessa Blanchard from TNA. Yeah that she got released. I was I, I you thought, thought it was you thought it was I that misery person? I thought just, so, yeah. I can see how that, that could fit. She has that mean character to her. I yeah. I can see how that Makes sense. I, I think that it would have made sense. It's still like Ember Moon, you got a shock factor at the same time. So that would have gave you the same shock factor, but just of somebody jumping over. Oh, like interfering, like right after attacking from behind or something like that? Yeah, like, or... but that's why, like, when they showed it, I was like, that can't be her. And then when they yeah. showed it, it was Ember Moon, I was like, okay, that makes sense because she's just that kind of character that wouldn't make it known. She would do. Like that, she she would do. She reminds me a lot of Adam Cole. She would do like Adam Cole did. He attacked from behind. Yeah, he debuted. Like I had a feeling it was her too, but like you said, I I, I didn't feel like that character, that motorcycle yeah. character, fit her well. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know how it makes Ember either. But we'll see what happens. Exactly, we had to wait to see because that's <laughs> I never judge too early. I always have to wait a little bit. But and you, exactly like, stacked. Like I said, stacked women's division. Now you got Tony Storm and Ember Moon coming back. Yeah. There's at least 10 women in the division that can go for the title. At least 10. And that's amazing. That's I'm trying dope. to think if they've ever had a stacked women's division like this. That, Like, they've had it stacked before, but, like, with talent. There was never, like, this. Like, when they ha- when they were, like, in their prime, it was, like, Bailey, Sasha, Becky. Yeah. And they, also Alexa Bliss was there. But, like, not all of them were great at that championship, time. Yeah, championship yeah, yeah. material at the time. Right now, all the women, you can just throw any of them into the championship, uh, like storyline, and it makes sense. Yeah, like it's not far fetched. The only problem I have is with that now is that now you have Tony Storm in there, but the thing is with NXT UK, their women's division, no offense, is kind of not good now. You have their <laughs> champ, you have their champion, Kaylee Ray, and that's it. You literally have no women's division in that brand. They're still in the process of building up a female yeah. superstars, and it's like, doesn't make like you gotta kind of have like kind of stop with the bringing NXT UK superstars over to NXT. I get uh, it; it's a different scenario, but it's they're yeah, bringing superstars. They're bringing in over superstars. Yeah, I think that's the point though of NXT UK. The way I'm looking at it now, now that I see she jumped over, and now that you, like you look at the past and see what the UK has brought over to the regular, like, NXT. So it's looking like NXT UK is just a stepping stone to get to NXT. Okay. Nobody's ever going to make the jump from NXT UK to the main roster unless you're Walter. Yeah. Nobody true. has that or big name yet. Exactly. They, sh- they should use that as a um, – instead of going – like, I get it. Like I said, it's a, it's a great way to, you know, transition from NXT UK to NXT. It's a different scenario. But they should also do the same thing, vice versa, where they have NXT superstars going to NXT UK because yes. they have a lot of they have a lot of um, people from Europe 
or that region in NXT. You know, Dakota Kai, I, I think she debuted in NXT UK once, but did she use her in NXT UK? They need a women's division. She could be the face of that brand. And other yeah. superstars in the main roster too. You have someone like probably Billy Kay, who's from Australia. Probably not going to use her because of Peyton Royce. But if anything, bring her over and have her be a face of the brand. Stack division and that brand too. Exactly. I felt like they should have done this way before. Like they should have started this like maybe a year and a half ago. Because what did UK start? Like two years or two and a half years? I think. Ago? I think 2018, October 2018. So maybe okay. two years. Yeah. Yeah. I I still don't know why McIntyre never made his way over there before he became champion. Yeah. We should have had at least uh, McIntyre versus Walter just match, even if it was just like Walter coming out at a takeover and saying, yo, I'm holding an open challenge and McIntyre just comes out. Don't have the match. Don't could have done it perfectly. Don't let any of them take a pin. Yeah. You have Imperium interfere. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many people that are on the main roster that you could have had in NXT UK to build it up. Because right now, they don't know what to do with the UK because it's the UK. They don't know how to get people interested in it. And also, I feel like they don't hype it up the same way they hype up NXT. Yeah, they don't. Because even when NXT was on on just the network, they would hype it up. They were always talking about NXT. You never really hear about NXT UK. That is true. Even when, even when they returned, they still didn't hype it up that much. Yeah. Like, like I, forgot, gotta, I forgot that it's on today. I literally forgot that yeah. it was on today. I was like, yeah. And what also messes it up is um, they put it on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Because that's 8, o'clo- eight o'clock at their time as well. Cool. Their time is 8 p.m. Cool. You should put it here. <laughs> at, there, there's a way that I'm not no techie guy. But I'm yeah. sure you can fix the programming that only in the UK it shows at three o'clock and I, like at their time at eight PM. Yeah. And then also show at our time eight PM. Yeah. But I guess they don't want like stuff like getting um what's it called? Like leaked or spoiled. Yeah. yeah. Spoiled. But also it's like you're not hyping it up enough to you're not hyping it up enough for me to be spoiled spoiled by you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm gonna find out and be like, Oh, okay. I I'm think still watch it. I think the talent part is kind of the reason why. Like we have you have a Walter, you have Pete Dunn, you have the, the the Mustache Mountain, all these great talent who have appeared in NXT at one point. But they don't have enough talent where it's like, Oh, I don't I'm gonna watch it, you know. They don't they're still on the rise of hyping up a lot of superstars where it's like if, even if they try to hype it up, you're still not hyped up. You know what I mean? But that's why like, they gotta. That's why they gotta inter intervene them with NXT and not just keep them separate and only call them up when they're already a star. Yeah. You gotta bring them over to help them out. You okay. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. help them build their name so Maybe that when they go back to NXT UK, they're already a big name. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It helps them build them up, like. I'll tell you straight up, I'm not the biggest UK guy. Why? Because it's at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And I just, they haven't given me a reason to care for it. Like, I've I've watched the takeovers. Awesome, of course. Like, you can't go wrong with a takeover. 
but like they haven't really given me a reason to like yo sit down on a Thursday afternoon and watch it at 3 p.m. Exactly. or go back and watch the replay because yeah. it feels like it feels like the NXT UK is in its own world. You know what I mean? Like NXT is still in the world of WWE and the main roster because even now that like was it's October, right? Yeah. Survivor Series is coming up. Most likely NXT is going to be in Survivor Series some type of way. Yeah, that that's what that's what I kind of yeah, I like the fact that NXT is in Survivor Series, but I kind of want it to be like a different turn where they have NXT versus NXT UK. Kind of like Worlds Collide. I was, I was just going to bring that up. Why not have the takeover before Survivor Series be NXT versus NXT UK? That's why I, I was thinking War Games could still happen with both NXT versus NXT UK. You have NXT versus NXT UK champion, NXT Women's versus NXT UK Women's, NXT Tag Team, NXT UK Tag Team, then maybe the North American Championship versus someone we, who come over there. Or open we, should be, we should be getting war games. Exactly. We should be getting Imperium versus Undisputed Arrow. We should be getting, you know what I mean? Like, we should be getting those big matches. Exactly. But they just, I feel like they're just keeping them off to the side. Because yeah. even on the main roster, they talk about, oh, watch NXT. Oh, this past week on NXT, You've never, I've never heard a word come out about, hey, did you watch NXT UK this past Thursday? Never heard it before. Yeah. So I Maybe. feel like they're keeping them in there. Like, NXT UK is just to the side in its own world. Especially. It's not part of the WWE. Exactly. World. Especially, like, they were out for a couple of months. So maybe they're right now. They're still in the process of getting it hyped up again, because I know one feud that's going on: um, Walter versus Dragunov. That's going to be an awesome match, no matter, no matter what happened when it happens. I want to see that. That's the only thing I'm hyped about for NXT UK. Anything else, I'm like whatever. I'll probably find out something later on, but yeah, that's the only thing I'm hyped up for. They got to start hyping up takeovers, even though it's in the UK. They may not have a lot of options. Do a takeover. Do something to get people hyped up for NXT UK. Do it sometime other than when NXT is having a takeover. Do something apart, like you said, apart from NXT UK that makes them different other than being in the UK. You got to yeah. build up their own star, build on stars. Give that's. I know you mentioned once that NXT was better off being an hour and you in the network, you know, you have different people yeah. being seen every week. But I feel like they should go to two hours too. The more time they have, the more stars they can build up. The quicker they are, the quicker it goes. And you have yes. more people hyped up. You know a lot more people there. And it's like it's better for them. But you know what's tough? Like, like yeah, it would be better for them to be two hours so that they get more, more um, screen time and people get to know them better. But also, if you can't get people to sit down for an hour, how are you going to get them to sit down for two hours? That is true, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, People yeah. only sit down for two hours for NXT because of how they built it up. And, like, they've, like, I thought they were going to, like, when I was there when they announced WWE was doing the UK thing. I think they announced it, was it the night after, I want to say Mania 33? I want to say 33. Like, they brought the, was it 33? Yeah, 33. They brought them out on stage. Like during a commercial break, and they were like, they showed like Mustache Mountain Pete Dunn, and they were like, oh, they are gonna be the front runners of the new brand NXT UK, and it was like, oh, 
this is going to be sick. Yeah. But then it was like, okay, they might make the move of how they're hyping up NXT to do the same thing with NXT UK. And they really didn't. Like, they didn't use the same formula. They just threw NXT UK on the network and was like, hey, Thursday at 3 p.m., if you're going to, if you can catch it, catch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was weird. Yeah. But there's like guys on that roster that are nice. Definitely. Like, Jordan Devlin, what is he still doing in NXT UK? Isn't he still Cruiserweight Champion, technically? Because isn't, in, isn't he? San, Santos Escobar, they referred him as Interim Cruiserweight Champion. So does that make him Jordan Devlin still? Because doesn't Interim mean... He should be. Because he's never lost it, right? Yeah. Or am I bugging? No, he never lost it. They just... Because once the pandemic hit, they just had a tournament to, like, yeah. crown the Interim. So, interim so means he, replaced. Yeah. Not not replaced, but like, like uh, not temporary. vacant. Yeah, temporary. yeah, temporary. Yeah. So I'm assuming they use still... it a lot. They use it a lot in uh, UFC and boxing. Yeah. So I guess injured. Exactly. But in their case, like they couldn't compete. You know, not because they they chose not to. They just they couldn't because in the UK, the their lockdown was strict. So Are they still their... on lockdown? Uh, not. I don't know. No, because I'm assuming not because they started NXT UK. So I don't think it's as strict as it was before. Yeah. But I'm well, assuming they, that you don't know if they're able to travel. Yeah, yeah. So I think I was the... gonna say when is this match happening? Because this is this is your match right here for the cruiserweight title. They like, should do that. Is... They should have like Jordan Devlin if he's allowed to travel back to the States, then they should ha- bring him back to NXT, have him match against Santos Escobar. Yeah, and why aren't they mentioning him on NXT? That's what I'm because I, I like right now when you just said that. I you totally forgot, forgot yeah. he was the champion. Exactly. I think a lot of people forgot that. People yeah, forget that I, he was interim cha- and he's still Cruiserweight champion. How they should have had him come back during takeover, attack Escobar, have Escobar be like a baby face, or have at least Swerve Scott win the match, which should have happened, and then have Swerve Scott versus Jordan Devlin have Jordan Devlin lose. That way he's not Cruiserweight champion and it's just you know, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Because at this point, why, why still have him as a cruiserweight champion if he hasn't been used for a while? Who knows when he's coming back, you know? It could be next yeah. year. It could be, like, next October. Who knows? But I guess it's still... Why is this, like... <laughs> but I guess why they're keeping him there, like, as... Like, they're not having him give up the belt or lose it because they want to have a storyline down the road. Yeah. And I guess that'll lead up to Worlds Collide. Or whenever they do that, or the next take over or whenever they're able to travel like they want to have a title versus title match which i think could be dope down the line those storylines are always the best story I, I i think you do like how you just did the what was it the ic title ladder match with the yeah. two belts you do the same thing with the cruiserweight title exactly and then you have either santos escobar or whoever's not champion by then join in triple threat ladder match Especially in NXT Takeover, that's always going to deliver. Always yeah. going to be an awesome match. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, they just got they got to hype up the UK more, man. Yeah. Because like like you said, like I didn't even remember this guy was champion. Like, you what, just said it. Rich Holland. He will. He was in NXT UK. I don't know why they brought. Like, it's great. It's cool to have him on NXT. You know, using him there. But hopefully they bring him back to NXT UK because right now I feel like he has a lot of hype. You know. They yeah. had Finn Balor at one point trying to feud with Walter. That would have been cool. The pandemic ruined it. But Rich Holland, 
definitely um, should be yeah, going back to NXT UK at one point with all his hype. That would have helped it out. I think that was their way of trying to help out the uh, yeah. NXT UK by bringing Finn over there. And I think he would have won. Yeah, same. I think he would have held that champion. I think that would have brought it more into the mainstream of, oh, shit, like Finn is champion on NXT yeah. UK. I got to watch it now. It was like the exactly. same way that NXT was doing all those uh, just appearances. They had, I like, think they had, I think earlier this year they had Tony Storm going for the NXT championship when Rhea Ripley was champion last. I think I World Collide. Yes. Yeah. yes. So that's something like that. Even if they're on NXT UK, have someone come through to NXT, face a champion there. They don't have to win, but still hypes up the, the superstar yeah. in the match. But you know what I'm scared of right now? Now that we were talking about that. The cruiserweight title that they call they they now call the title the NXT cruiserweight t- championship. Yeah, you peeped that right. Yeah, I think you brought it up last episode or the episode before that. But that makes me worry because now, what if they're just like, yeah, that's the NXT cruiserweight champion. Devlin is the NXT UK Cruiserweight Champion. But it's still an NXT brand, so technically they still could use it. They're still yeah. NXT property. Yeah. So that's I like how they did that, how they brought, used NXT UK superstars to go for that belt. Because there's a lot of Cruiserweights over there. But I still think, I still think a way, like this is far-fetched. This would, they would have to have some to do a move like this. I would have somebody come. I would even have, um, let's say their biggest star. Let's say their biggest star right now is Pete Dunne, right? Everyone knows Pete Dunne. I would have him come to NXT, the regular NXT, win the title. And after the match, just be like, I'm done with NXT. I'm taking this belt back to the U.K., and you have that belt on the you you have that belt on NXT UK only for weeks. So now you gotta go and watch NXT UK to see what's the deal with the NXT champion. What's going on yeah. over there? Why? So, is- speaking of that, I kind of like want to ask you about the draft now. In yeah. terms of that, um, do you think you kind of reminded me of something that I was thinking about before? Do you think that? I really wanted to see this happen, Pete Dunn. Um, do you think he could end up going to the main roster, getting drafted or specifically? I don't going want up him there? to. I don't want him to. I could definitely see it. Don't want it to happen. I feel like he's one of those guys that has so much potential, and also he has hype around him that they only see the hype. They don't see the potential. So they'll just throw him in the first the first storyline they see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was like the whole thing with Keith Lee that they were they get didn't he get a title shot or he was gonna get a title shot? He was shot. going to, yeah. He was going to. Good thing they put the brakes on that because if he would have got a title shot and just lost right away, that that kinda like Yeah messes up his character. That, you know that, what I mean? Like that I used to like the the points back when NXT used to call up NXT superstars. Was that kind of similar to what you were saying, like they don't they didn't they didn't put all these guys in title pictures. They put him against big names and big storylines, but not title matches. Yeah. Like, I remember Seth Rollins immediately, The Shield. 
that was a big storyline. Even though he never got a singles run for the championship right away, it was still a great feud putting with the Shield, uh, seeing Punk and Ryback. Then Big yeah. E, the first partnering up with Dolph Ziggler, feuding with John Cena. Like That's John Cena right there, the big name that in WWE at the time. That's dope. Uh, I don't think they ever faced one-on-one. I'm not sure what happened with that. I forgot. But like, so, like these two, like, without even knowing, they would just randomly debut superstars, without even promoting it. And then yeah. right then and there, big feud. Imagine if Keith Lee came out the night after um, Payback or the night after SummerSlam and immediately feud with Jim McIntyre and Randy Orton. That would have been cooler. Because yeah. like, you wouldn't expect Keith Lee to come out randomly after he lost the title, then feuding with Randy Orton, the top guy on Raw. That would have been cool. And I feel yeah. like, especially with the draft, obviously we're going to know if, if Superstar is getting called up from NXT. They're gonna probably going to announce some NXT. Speaking of that, if who, which NXT superstars would you want? Like, they would fit, and who you want to get called up to the main roster? I don't want nobody to get nobody? called up because <laughs> I know that they're just gonna fuck them up. But or or I, or who are you, who are you gonna say? If I had to pick somebody, um, that's a tough question. Now that I'm thinking about it, who would I? Who would, would, who who would Raw or SmackDown need? That's the question. Who would they need? Need. On? Like, oh, this person would probably fit in the storyline with this person or tag team with this person. Ooh. That's tough. That's tough. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Because there's so many people on NXT that, like, should be getting called up, but I don't want them to because of the way that I know they'll just treat them you know what i mean like yeah. like of course Rhea should be getting called up yeah Rhea i feel like i feel like they, i feel like they wouldn't mess her up because yeah she lost her rest of media which shouldn't happen should have shouldn't have happened but i feel yeah. like they'll still bring her up and be like okay we're sorry about wrestlemania but here's a, a great feud to start off her career maybe a title match maybe she beats someone big feeds someone big and then maybe gets a title shot along the line then wins it that yeah, way it can be like maybe. okay like 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 I said, sorry about WrestleMania, but here you go, it's a title shot in a big feud. Yeah, I I would also bring up I would bring up some women. Yeah, and tag they need tag teams. I, I that the first thing I I think of when it comes to bringing up superstars is tag teams. Who, uh, who who's a tag team you'll bring up? I was gonna say Breezango, but they're tag team champions down there. I wouldn't necessarily have them being called up. I would probably bring up. This is not a great. I don't. I don't like this tag team. Like I don't. I don't think it's gonna get called up. Maybe only Lorcan and Danny Birch. They could probably fit in some way Maybe. There. Maybe someone from the UK if they're allowed to come to the states. Maybe they can bring up Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Mepster. Great tag team. They had a lot of hype. They're yeah. a lot of hype. If they bring them to the to Raw SmackDown, that would be awesome. Great fit right there, and stuff like that. You know who I think they should call up. And this goes back to hyping up the NXT UK. I would call up Imperium, but just um, oh my god, their names are slipping out my mind right now. The tag team, the one who yeah, had, yeah, um, uh, Fabian Eichner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would call them up. I'm not even gonna lie; like I know their name off the top of my head. Like I forgot their names right now, but I would call them up just tag team. Have them. Be a tag team. I would put them on SmackDown, but also still do the UK shows. Just appear. Don't even have them wrestle. Just appear, right? Like kind of behind Walter. 
I would put them to wrestle too. Why not? Yeah. If they have to, I wouldn't put them every week wrestling. Like, you know, yeah, I, mean? yeah. I wouldn't put them in a match every every week, but maybe like once a month on the UK. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then down the line, maybe they win those, the, the tag belts. But guess what? They're still showing up on NXT UK with Walter. And with the SmackDown tag belts. Exactly. You know who? And maybe one, maybe one week they defended up there. Oh, and then they, that's how you get another tag team. And maybe they lose. Yeah. 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 Have them hold it for a while, and then they defend it both on SmackDown and, that's how you and call UK. And then one week just they lose, and guess what? That makes it must see TV now because they're gonna be like, "Yo, the SmackDown champions just lost that belt on NXT UK." Exactly, and then that brings the guys over to, even if they're not called up at the time, they're the champions. And they're appearing on SmackDown. They're... And they're appearing. So, like, maybe they get two defenses successful, and then they lose it, the third pay-per-view they defended at. And then they go back to the UK. And then people Guess are like, oh, where... They yeah. might impress you, and now you're going to go check out NXT UK to go see what they're about. So, I, I would do maybe them. I would do... I think Candice LeRae should just. I think it's time for her to move up. Yeah. I, I was. I was. Gargano. Maybe? I think. No. Oh my God! It's time, buddy. Yeah. It's time. Like. I know he doesn't but, want to, but like you gotta change up your thing, man. You know? But I feel him. I feel him though because he's not gonna get. He's not gonna get nothing on the main roster, and that's yeah. the only reason I don't want to see him. Candice LeRae. She's fine. She's going to get her chance at the title because the difference between the men and the women are Vince doesn't care about size. Yeah. As you see, Nia Jax has beat people down, but also people have beat Nia Jax down. You know what I mean? Shane has gotten beat. There's no worry about size or muscle in the women's division. Alexa Bliss has won multiple championships. Exactly. Now, for the men, you're bringing Gargano into a world where Roman Reigns is a champion and Drew McIntyre is a champion. Two guys are like six foot four, got mad muscle, and you're bringing in Johnny Gargano, who they who did the cruiserweight classic, went into NXT. Won the belt there, but also NXT doesn't discriminate against size because, as we've seen, big guys have won it. You know what I mean? Big guys yeah. have won it, small guys have won it. But when you get to that main roster, you're putting him into that world. He's going to be most likely going into feuds with Sami Zayn for the IC title. I don't think he'll ever, I don't think they'll ever have that they'll give him that push for the world title, which is foul because he's a great talent. Yeah. I think he would be dope, but maybe he could do something where it's like an elimination chamber or some way where he doesn't go face to face one on one Roman Reigns. Maybe. He wins it, maybe pinning somebody else. They can maybe, do that. But, but still, I don't think, I don't think Vince has that, has that look for small guys. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. it's going to be like, yeah, let's give him the belt. That was like the whole thing with, um, Back in the day when Rey Mysterio won the belt, it was like 
it was shocking because a small guy won it, but then also in the back of your head, you also knew he's not he going to hold it. He won it because Eddie Guerrero passed, and it was like, ah, let's do something nice for this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it shouldn't have been that way. It should not have been a pity championship, but that's how it looked. Yeah. But then he went on to defend, and, and he had one of the worst title reigns all time. And then he won the WWE championship like 10 years ago, and then he lost it the same day. Or the week later. I think yeah, it's... no, the same night, I think, right? Yeah. That was the CM Punk, when CM Punk did Left. and yeah, yeah. they did the tournament. Yeah, I think he lost it the same night. Yeah. I'm he like, what? Foul. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think Vince has that look for small guys. But maybe, maybe it's different now. I mean, like, because we've seen, we've seen, you know, who was, who oh God, who was champion before? You know, we have, who who did Drew McIntyre beat again? Oh, Brock was Brock. Oh yeah. Now who now did, I see what he's did yeah. Roman beat Bray. Braun Strowman and Bray. Oh yeah. Braun, Braun Strowman. Yeah. But then you had well, Seth Rollins. Seth, yeah, Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar last year multiple times. And then you had yeah, Kobe but Kingston. Yeah, who, but that's just that's just because they got Seth in their mouth. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but Kofi Bryan yeah. was a champion, but that was a time where champions were small, like. Yeah, if you yeah. look at the SmackDown roster, all the champions that were winning were small. Yeah. Dane Bryan was champion. They got to mix it champion. up a little bit. Um, Bryan was uh, feuding with the Miz for the belt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That was, that was a good time, man. They got to use – they got to yeah. – you know, I think they're doing back and forth. Some years they do small guys only. Some years they do big guys only. Back and forth, depending on what they're yeah. feeling. Or just and, make the guy believable. Yeah. Make you know it, what I mean? Like, some guys are – you can believe, oh – yeah, they got this. They could beat him. Yeah. Like, you, you, did you see how they made you believe Seth Rollins, a guy Seth Rollins' size, could beat a guy Brock Lesnar's size? Yeah, easily. You could do the same thing with Johnny Gargano. You could do the same thing with Tommaso Ciampa. You could do the same thing with Tyler Breeze. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter the size. It's just how you build it up and how you make it believable. Yeah. Now, if you're putting... Trying to think of a guy that, like Andrade, they made you believe, yo, he can be a champion. But then when he got to Mayrasa, it made you believe. Ah, I don't know if this is true. It could be. It still could be true. It still I could think be. So I yeah. think so. It could easily turn around and be like, oh, you could have him face someone like a. You could have him beat Drew McIntyre for the championship if he could. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Easily. Wait, didn't he? Didn't he? Who beat McIntyre? Robert. No, no, Andrade was Bobby Roode beat Andrade, and then yes, Drew McIntyre yes, beat Bobby yes. Roode. Yeah. I think it was I think it was Alistair Black that beat Drew McIntyre. But at that time, he wasn't like as Drew McIntyre is now. As now, he got I think he got a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a little bit better in the ring yeah. than he was back then. So, yeah. and but at that time, it was kind of believable that anybody could beat him. But now it's kind of different. I feel like still anybody could beat him. But again, Drew McIntyre is a different man. That's like um, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, it's not like he's a he's a big guy, you know, but he shouldn't be someone that is believable to beat anybody. Yeah. If you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They make it seem like – what's up? Because there was a point where Vince McMahon never wanted Braun Strowman to be champion. Because yeah. it wouldn't be realistic for anybody to be Braun Strowman. And I feel like that's what they're doing now with they're just giving people a championship because they deserve it, not because they, you know, are believable to lose it or win it. 
Um, but I, I, I feel the same way with the Braun thing. Braun thing, because it's like we built this guy so big that now if he wins the title, who are we going to have take off of it, to have it take off of him? You know what that, I mean? That, that's where you build up other superstars. It doesn't have to be big or small. But that's why, that's why it helped when he won it that the Fiend was getting built up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it helped out. It helped out that you had another superstar that might not have been big in size, but had that dark side that, yo, he can beat him. And that, I, speaking of the Fiend, too, you haven't beat him with Kevin Owens, someone who is, no offense, not that big, but still kind of, you know what I mean? It's like it's still kind of big built, but not as big as a strong guy. Kevin but, Owens, man. Dude, I, I like this feud. I like this Fiend feud with him. It's different. Oh, I love the different. feud. I love yeah. the feud. I feel, I just feel yeah. Kevin Owens. Wherever, they, wherever, wherever Bray Wyatt's going to end up going, so looks Kevin Owens. Just a little spoiler out there. Same brand. They're going to be on the same brand. Yeah. That's still cool. Oh, can um, we go? Wait, can we answer our question? The, you want to answer now? Week? Yeah, let's answer sure, yeah, let's it. get into that. Right. Um, because who, I'll give you, who would I draft first if I was on Raw SmackDown? You want to answer that first? Yeah, people? Yeah, if I was on any brand, I'm getting Bray Wyatt. Ooh. I'm, I'm taking where, where would you put him? What brand? Personally, I would keep him on SmackDown. Okay. Personally, I would keep him on SmackDown. He just has that SmackDown vibe. I don't like him on Raw. Raw, Raw makes more sense for him, okay. But really doesn't because he brings that like Raw. Okay, I think, the I think, he, Raw I think he was Raw. the reason why SmackDown did so well this past year on Fox. Definitely, yeah, definitely. And but do you want them to keep doing doing well? So you keep him on there. Yeah. But difference between Raw and SmackDown, I always looked at it as Raw is story driven. SmackDown is more wrestling driven. If you've seen more matches happen on SmackDown than happen on Raw. That is true. That is facts. Bray on SmackDown brings the element that they don't really have of storytelling. He brings that to SmackDown. Yeah. So now SmackDown is still the wrestling show, but also has that aspect of we can tell stories too. Now, if you move him to Raw... That just adds another vignette to show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it show, it's just another promo you're going to have to show. And that's going to take up more time. And now we get less action in the ring. I say leave him on SmackDown. The, the way it's going is perfect. I like the storyline with Kevin Owens. I wish it was for some type of title. Yeah. Because both these guys deserve it. Kevin Owens, what a guy. I don't know how this man hasn't held the title more. Yeah. I really don't get it. Just give him more championships. Just more. Like, like he had, like, the he, is he one time, right? He's a one time champion, right? Yeah. That was the time that Triple H helped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, it was like. They should have, I don't want to go too much. Like, he's topic, had, they like, he's, yeah. he's had cool storylines. Yeah. Like the whole Jericho thing, and they did the oh that that was that was, festival of that friendship. got me tight. That got and me then tight. they and then it led up to that match at Mania for the title for the United States uh, United States title, which what could have been for the Universal Championship? What could have been? What could have been? They messed yeah. up big time. They, yeah, that that was a good storyline for that would have been great for a Universal title. Come on, why do you have to stupid Brock? Thank God he's not in WWE anymore. It was you heard the about whole, that, right? Well, 
Brock's not with WWE anymore. You about that? Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Thank I God. think yeah, gives, I gives, think... gives people more time to shine instead of giving them championships. Yeah, I think. I don't know about that. I think either they're keeping him more. I think one. I think he's either still on the contract, and they're just holding him until like, audiences come back. Exactly. Yeah. Because Brock Lesnar with no crowd isn't Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like if you saw when they were cutting promos leading up to Mania in front of the empty performance center, it was it didn't give the same effect as when you hear his music and it's like, yo, yeah, it's lit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they do so have like, audience noises with the Thunderdome, though. They do have audience, but it's like, but it's not the same. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like you were in the Thunderdome for a couple. Yeah, okay, let me explain. That? Let me explain. Okay, so this What's is what that? happened. So. They 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 open up they open up like for people to apply for the Thunderdome a couple of days in advance. All you do is put your email in. Then the day of the morning of, they send you an email saying, "Okay, we're gonna call you. Be ready at this time." Uh, everyone's given a different time, like either nine, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock. I was given at ten. I had to be ready by ten so I can go on camera and be on TV. Um. And then the thing is, though, if the Thunderdome is the weird thing that confuses me the most about it is that if there's no room, they tell you, sorry, we're full. You can't be on right now. So I'm like, when I got on at 10, which was the time I was supposed to be on, it said that. It said, sorry, the Thunderdome's full. Come back next time. I'm like, but I was told to come on at 10. Yeah. And so then I waited a couple of minutes and they said, oh, you can now enter. Um, oh. Someone someone left. Someone had left so you can come in. That, okay. And okay. then... That's when I got on a couple minutes later. I was on for like 25 minutes at least. And then for some reason, oh, for no okay, reason, okay. they said, oh, thank you. After 25 minutes, I didn't, even, I didn't even leave. They cut me off. I was like, oh, thanks for coming through. See you next time. Because like, you know what I think it is? I think they have um, half-hour slots. Yeah. I think so what happens is it because my brother signed up for it and they, gave him this, they told him the same thing. And he said, oh, okay, I'm not even going to try it no more. Yeah. Because they said, oh, it's full. He said, whatever. Because he had it. I want to say for SummerSlam. He got it for SummerSlam. Okay. And then they told him, oh, it's full. And he was, they gave him uh, the pre-show. So it was like at uh, 6.30. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, 6.30. And he was like, ah, it's not working, whatever. And he just left. I didn't know that, like, if you wait around, it's like, oh, yeah, somebody left. Here you go. Yeah. That's dope, though. They just tell you to be ready. So just in case if yeah. someone does leave or they have more time, they put you on. Exactly. Um, yeah, I didn't so know that. I didn't know so, that either. And then I was having to check again. It says you can enter. I'm like, oh, dope, cool. Then, I'm in. Yeah. then eventually they tell you like, oh, your time is up. Thank you for coming through. Something like that. It was cool though. Cause I, I, I would kind of recommend to do it again. I don't know. Because the thing is the quality when you're watching it on, I, I saw it on my laptop. The quality, not that good. Uh, like I'd rather, webcam. yeah, I'd rather watch it on yeah. TV and not be on because it's better watching on there. You have a better screen on television on your laptop from the net, from the network specifically. Yeah. You're watching on the network, it's better quality. It's like, I'd rather do this and see little bits of it in slow quality, lags a little bit. It's no, kind I of, feel you, yeah. And it's like, I'd rather just watch it on the network. We maybe along the line, if it's a pay per view, maybe I'll try it again and do it again. But as of right now, I'd rather just watch it on like a laptop or t- television if I don't have the network on. But it's like that. Not but yet, uh, yeah, and, um, so back to the, <laughs> the question. But yeah, I think, I yeah. think. Like before we go into that, I think they're gonna wait. I think they're either waiting for Brock to bring him back, so that when a crowd is back, he'll give that effect yeah. of "Oh, Brock is back," or right. he's just not signed it. He's jumping ship to UFC. 
Yeah. It's one of the two. Yeah, who knows? I don't think we've seen the last of Brock on TV, though. Yeah, yeah. He'll be doing either one of those, either WWE or he's back with the UFC. Yeah. I see that coming back. I don't see him gone forever. Yeah. Coming back. So, who you got? Who would you draft first? Wait, wait, who? So, Bray Wyatt's your... Bray Wyatt's my pick. For Bray which Wyatt... SmackDown? Who would you oh, choose for Raw, I, though? No, if I'm, if, I'm, Both. if I'm in charge of any show, my oh, first right. pick is Bray. The Fiend. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um... Wait, who did I have? I had two. So for if I were SmackDown, yeah, who would I choose? But for Raw though, for Raw, if I were Raw, what I would do is I would draft Sasha Banks straight out of the bat. Draft Sasha Banks, draft the Raw, have her lose this tomorrow to Bailey, don't win the championship. Have her draft the Raw, keep Bailey on SmackDown. Therefore, I don't like the way they gave them the title match right away. That was like that's. Pushing into that, it's just it's you know somebody's moving to another show. Yeah. That's basically what they're telling you. Yeah, so they should just keep them off for a while, not feuding with each other, have them feud with different people. Then eventually, when time comes, have maybe Sasha win the Royal Rumble, um, have her face if Bailey's still champion again, she wins it again. Uh, if or if, if she wins the like I said, win the the SmackDown Women's Championship again, have them feud for the SmackDown title. Next year's WrestleMania, then you have Sasha Banks win it. Then move her back to SmackDown next year, and then maybe trade Bailey's Raw or draft Bailey to Raw next year's draft because I feel like she'll do better on Raw eventually. Um, so yeah, Sasha Banks. Let's just leave that title, that feud, alone for a while. Take it back up next year's WrestleMania. Um, so I, I would say Sasha Banks going to Raw because I feel like Bailey fits well on SmackDown. Um, she may not have a good yeah. other division, but I feel like she fits I, well. I Drafting, agree with that. Yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily move Bailey. I would draft Sasha to Raw. My first pick. And why it's the first pick is because she can eventually be Raw's big thing with Charlotte and Becky out. I feel like she could bring That's Raw back true. to life. That's very she, true. She could bring Raw back to life, build up their Raw division, have her face Oscar. That would be a dope match to see. If you bring over other superstars, call up women's wrestlers to Raw, easily, no matter if it's for a championship or not, easily brings out the superstar even more in her as well. So I would put her on Raw for SmackDown. The first pick I would go for SmackDown, Roman Reigns. Keep him on SmackDown. I would pick Roman Reigns because there's no way you're going to have him build up and not be number one pick if I were SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you already built him up easily go with him um, for number one. Uh, that that that, that kind of gives people their reminder of like, oh, we're going to pick up from where we left off with their few with Jey Uso. So that way it's like, hey, look at Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, so, you want to hear something though? Uh, I personally think that they're going to – I don't know – for sure, but I feel the way it's looking, they might flip flop the champions. Did you really? Yeah, because Roman Reigns is such a hot thing right now. That either Ben would take on him? SmackDown, and that's probably like pissing so many people off backstage that Raw is supposed to be the top show, and he's like, right now, no offense to McIntyre, but Roman is the guy. You know yeah. what I mean? He yeah. he's carrying the championship. 
he has that attitude to him. For him, for them not to move him to Raw is would be weird. That would be I, that would also bring the Usos over to Raw too, because then you have yeah. Tax over there, yeah. defeating the Street Profits. If anything, I hope he stays on SmackDown. I hope, but could never tell. Could never tell. What tag team would be your first pick, though, if you had a tag team? If they give you, like, what's your first tag team to bring over to SmackDown to Raw? From SmackDown to Raw? Or vice versa. What 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 tag team would you bring over to Raw? What Raw tag team would you bring over to SmackDown? I'm trying to think. It could be women's tag teams or men's tag teams. Either one. Women's tag teams. <laughs> um, I wow, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. Now I'm trying to like run through all the tag teams in my in my head. Uh, Street Profits, but they're champions right now. Yeah. But they need a new. They need a new look. They need a new competition. They need a new competition. Then who would you bring over to Smack from SmackDown? Uh, that's the thing. Yeah. I would say bring over the New Day from SmackDown over to Raw. Even oh. though Kofi and Xavier was out, you still bring them over. Then when, eventually when they come back, have them feel like the Street Profits. That's different. I then you have Big E going over there and then feuding with the top guys over there in the meantime until they come they, back. To be honest, they might ruin the Street Profits. Really? They might ruin the Street Profits. Oh. Right now, everybody loves the Street Profits. I, for some reason, everybody loves the Street Profits. I never understood the, like understood why they got so much hype. Yeah, like nothing against them. They they're good in the ring and stuff. Just never understood the whole. I don't know. <laughs> they just their characters to me just remind me. It's like a stereotype, basically. Their characters. If you've noticed it, like if you look at it, they're just basically stereotypes, but like amplified. And they kind of remind me of Private Party. I mean, that is true. Which I think started off first, though. I know of Private Party before I've known of yeah, Street that. Profits, but I don't know for sure. Not saying that anybody's biting off each other, but they just yeah, have yeah. similar gimmicks. Yeah. But the Street Profits, I just. I don't know. Never understood the whole hype behind them. Not a, not nothing against them. They're good in the ring and stuff. Like they did that. They're doing their thing. But like they need new competition. And like I think the new day might mess them up. They might mess up their momentum they have because even though everybody loves the Street Profits, everyone loves the New Day. Yeah, maybe you know I mean? maybe you could trade over the uh, Street Profits over to SmackDown, draft them over there, and eventually the New Day over to to, to Raw. Have them feel with the raw belts and have the new day win it. So therefore, the street profits can go with the SmackDown tag belt instead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You just you just have to have them drop the belts. But right now, like, who would they drop? Who would you have them drop the belts to? I'm Probably not. to the new day if they if they go over to Raw. Because sure. at that point, you, since Kofi and Xavier are out, they're gonna have to come back eventually, and they're gonna have to feud with them. Um, I would also probably bring over uh, who's from SmackDown. I'd probably bring over. There's not a lot Us- of tag teams yeah. going on right now. That's the thing. Like you probably, think about it. That's the like thing. Like their champions are a made-up tag team. Yeah. 
famous in Nakamura. It's like Cesaro and Nakamura. It's a Cesaro and Nakamura. Who is that? Just Sheamus. <laughs> Close, Cesaro. Close. Cesaro. I'm thinking. I thought of the bar. The bar yeah. See, I got one half of the bar. Yeah, exactly. Of course. But like, yeah. Right now, the champions are just thrown together tag team that worked out. You can also you can also do heavy machinery over the raw because they're also two hyped up people. You gave order. You gave order somebody the the contract, right? I was gonna say you gave them the contract. Yeah. Have them lose it, and then kind of like, oh, if, I'm sorry for giving you the title and losing it. Here are the raw tag team championships, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I like I mentioned before, it's Rhea Ripley being like, oh, sorry for making you lose the title of Mania. Here's the Raw or SmackDown Women's Championship. Same thing. Sorry for making you lose the money in the bank contract, but here's the Raw Tag Team Championships. Kind of like a replacement of that. Because they yeah. got, they've been having, especially Otis, you've done a lot with him in 2020. Might as well give him a championship if you're not going to make him passion the money in the bank. Exactly. Yeah. That could be I, something they could do and different because we haven't seen them on Raw since, I think, never. I don't think you've ever seen them on Raw. Uh, I, think, I think before last year's draft, Benjamin. I think they had remember, them on both. To be honest, exactly. It's a, it's a different scenery for them. You have Mandy yeah. goes over there. Uh, you continue that storyline. Have um, them being together, especially with Mandy Rose. Do you like her and Daniel Brooke together? The tag team. I, like I don't think we ever talked. I like that. Yeah. I like that. They 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 fit well together. They have the same gimmick too. They're literally yeah. the, the muscle and the group the muscles. Exactly. Yeah. They fit well. A lot of people don't like it. I don't know why, but no, I, like I like it. That's one it. of the that's one of the put together tag teams that might actually work out. Exactly. They they should they should really go for that. Um Yeah. Uh what's going on with the Viking uh I think both the Viking Raiders. Both of them are injured? I think so. Cause I, I saw a picture on Instagram. I think uh, Eric got surgery. Oh, okay, okay. So I think they're both they should go to SmackDown. They, yes, I was just gonna say that when they come back, they they should move to SmackDown. Yeah, and have them get drafted them, and make them legit again. Make them actually dominant. Be, yeah, like don't I, have them doing all this stupid shit yeah. that you had them doing for Mania, and they basically took on what the Revival were doing. And wow, if the Revival were gonna do that, I see why they left. Yeah, I see. I understand it. And they fit well together. I like the the momentum we had. I get it. They were funny. Made them dominant. Yeah. When they come back, heel turn. They Made them a dominant. heel. Because yeah. people are going to expect them to be funny again and be like, oh, the lovable guys that people love. When they come back, they pretend to be lovable. Boom. Turn on the tag team champs. Let me win the tag team championships. Exactly. Question. Yeah. Would you move any of the Hurt Business? No. I was going to mention that too. Bring them all them four. Keep them together. All four of them. Just stay on Raw. You should not leave Raw. They're one of the things that are keeping me watching Raw right now. And they want to keep keep people watching Raw, keep them on Raw. I was going to mention too, keep them feeding with retribution. Especially yeah. keep them on Raw too. They were a Raw product. How do you like Mustafa Ali being the leader, by the way? I mess with that. Me too. I mess with that. It brings it back to the days that we were thinking about who was the hacker behind the computer. Yeah. If Everyone's is, saying if, they should. If this is still in. going on with this gimmick, it, it it was smart to do it down the road, rather than just bringing him with them the first day, and yeah. saying, "Oh, I'm with them." Yeah, I like it. But back to the hurt business, I feel maybe you should move two of them. Who? Uh, I would move. Let me think. Hmm. Now that's where it is. Who should he move? I would move Shelton. 
and Cedric. Maybe. Huh? And have them maybe Shelton and Cedric have them be the tag team over on SmackDown. Maybe. Wow. Or MVP. even go or even go on their single runs, but still be under the hurt business. Now yeah. you have MVP on both shows. Okay. They could oh, yeah, both no. they could also show up on both shows. They're not wrestling on Raw, but they could show up on Raw with the hurt business. Yeah. And Lashley could show up on SmackDown but not fight. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you could do stuff that goes through loopholes that you have both shows getting the top faction yeah. that you're doing right now. Or you could have you can do the same thing with retribution, have maybe Mustafa Ali and the three guys yeah. on Raw and the two the, the two women on SmackDown. So you're gonna have both of them appearing, attacking people on the women's division. But what I was hearing is that uh retribution retribution is a product of USA. Or, and that's why they stopped showing up on SmackDown. Okay. Then Which they get yeah. Makes no that sense. Makes that's sense. also why the twenty four seven championship yeah, doesn't yeah. show up on SmackDown. Smackdown. It's only on Raw because it's a USA product. Because USA came up with the idea yeah. for it. Same thing with um retribution. Okay. And yeah, which makes thing, no sense. Because if it was a, I was thinking, I didn't know about that. Because if that I, that's was the what case, I read, I don't SmackDown. know if that's one hundred percent. But they said that's why they stopped showing up on SmackDown because USA was like, "Yo, that's a USA product," huh. or USA was like, "Yo, he has more money. Keep them on Raw." That makes one sense. Of the two. No. Yeah, yeah, one of the two. Then that's yeah, why they stopped showing up. I I wanted all four of them a hurt business on Raw so they could feud with Retribution. Um, I, I, I really, sense. I really want to see the four horse, the the hurt business. I said horsemen, the four hurt business members versus the four retribution members. I really want to see that match at Hell in a Cell. Four on four, Hell in a Cell match. Keep That'd everyone out. Dope. Keep everyone in. Therefore, it could be a really great match. Four on four. Had the retribution win, be on top. Uh, many people may not like that, but it brings them more value. Than red, yeah. her business because her business is already a great thing. You don't need to do yeah. anything else. I think they're the top faction. Right yeah, now. yeah. Retribution beat them. That's Retribution being the best faction right now, and and especially bringing up Mustafa Ali with his stock. Um, having him go for the Mustafa Ali. dude. I that was he, so oh, random. If you were to see see my face when that happened, dude, I was like, I think my jaw dropped to the floor because I was like, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, who who else would have thought? I don't think anybody was expecting that. Yeah. It was so random that I was like, what? Out of all people, this is the guy behind it? Yeah. But hopefully... And it fits well. It's perfect, too. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. If they continue the hacker thing. They're like, oh, yeah. I was the hacker. Because I saw something on Twitter with Retribution where I was like, oh, um, each member had not problems, but were overlooked, not underlooked in the past year. You had Mustafa Ali uh, out of the Elimination Chamber match last year for the WWE Championship. You had Mustafa Ali also lose the Money in the Bank match because Brock Lesnar interrupted him. You had Mustafa Ali Ali lose the Cruiserweight Championship in 2018 at WrestleMania. Then you had um, Dominic Dajakovic losing constantly and having Keith Lee be overlooked over him. You had, who else is it? What's his name? Um... The, the the guy who Brock Lesnar beat up the commentator, what's his name? Oh, <laughs> yeah, him. Oh, you have, I forgot his name. Yeah, but they gave you them new names. I don't remember the names now. I'm confused. But that yeah, guy, yeah, those those names. Meant, wow. I was like, who came up? Whoever came up with those names should be fired. <laughs> in my opinion, 
Those are not good names. I gotta look up these names. Hold on, because I think wow. I I remember Shane Thorne was Slapjack. That's the one I I laughed at the most. Slapjack. Yeah, was one of them. That hold on, I'm looking it up right now because we need to go through this list of the names. Where is it at? Hold up, pull up, pull up. Uh, really? Come on. Oh, they gotta make me watch a video to get the names. You walling. Oh, here we go. Uh, T Bar. T Bar. Mace. That that's a cool name, Mace. I like Mace. Slabjack. Uh oh, the girls haven't got any names yet. I think or they have did. They? I think I think Mia Yim was Reckoning. Oh Reckoning. yeah. yeah nah, I forgot I forgot Mercedes Martinez's name, but I think one of them was Reckoning. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the only name I like was Mace. That's the one I liked, which was, I think was just uh, the the commentator guy. Um, they they have him bring up that past, like, oh, I was taking out my Brock Lesnar doing my job. Yeah. Um, that wasn't fair. Then I think they brought. Us, I saw on Twitter like Mia. It's Yim. a it's a cool concept. Yeah. yeah. Mia Yim was looked over OD yeah. on NXT, but it's a cool concept what they what they're doing with them. And then we you just ha- gotta see how it works out. You know? Yeah. Then you have if you if you if you have to meet the hurt business on Raw, then people will start watching Raw more like oh hurt business versus retribution, retribution beating up everyone on Raw. Who who are they gonna attack next week or something like that? Very true. Who's yeah. the next victim? Would it be that that gives everyone the the kind of thing every week to turn to Raw? Yeah, they have on you, Raw. You sold me. Yeah, keep the hurt business on. Because the, the thing is too, I think I mentioned this on the previous episode where before the members were announced to reveal themselves. I think the reason why they took so long to reveal the members of Retribution was the fact that it gives people the chance to tune in every week. Like, oh, are they going to reveal themselves this week? Is it going to be this week? Who knows? Yeah. And I feel that's that's the tactic to kind of bring in every week Retribution. Who are they going to attack this week? Who are they going to beat down? Are they going to show up this week? Who knows? Because yeah. there have been times that they didn't show up at all. And if they stay on off the draft, that would be perfect. That would be make a lot of sense and have them on. Um, and uh, Eventually, yeah, the purpose is great feud already. Um, that yeah, they're doing the thing, and yeah. then with retribution, they're gonna help retribution become legit. Yeah, and they have a t- another tag team. Retribution had two people team up there, win the tag belts, win every belt. Um, yeah, and then there you go, the faction. That right there. that faction could be scary. Retribution yeah. if they build it up the right way. Exactly, like the names, I can I could easily. Get past. I could look over. Yeah, 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 I can get past that. But their gimmicks is, and their characters are what they're really trying to get past, and not that get past, but like really trying to get sold on. Yeah, and that's what I, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for something to happen. Their looks look scary already. Yeah. Even though T bar, the T bar looks like Bane from Batman. Oh, mm. yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying not to think of that too much because I don't want. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want that to happen. You know, but they, they look scary. They look dope. I like the but because I was not expecting them to like have different looks besides. Within them original selves. Yeah. Um well they they always you gotta always uh evolve as yeah. a character and you gotta get that new gimmick. That was like when uh the shield debuted, they had the little turtlenecks which is regular black fans. I was like, Oh didn't they have masks at one point? If I'm not mistaken. At one point, yeah, they had the, like, like the cover masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, that, lit. And then they had like lit. they had like skeletons. How, I don't know how WWE never sold those. Exactly, right? Especially selling them now. <laughs> yeah, facts. they'll make my money on that. Hell yeah. 
Um, speaking of Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez, they they should be using tag team divisions together. They have to be using tag yeah, team. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. And then that would be awesome. That's why I wanted them to see be seen. That's why I mentioned them going to SmackDown. That gives SmackDown another tag team. That gives them another tag team to build off of. We're gonna be two women every week. Uh, yeah. Put them in tag team competition against two people. Make tag teams from there. That gives SmackDown chances to create their own tag teams on that brand. Yeah. And then there you go. And then have Very that. True. That's a way for SmackDown to have the tag team championships. When Bailey and, and that also gives them the reason to go to both brands because when they have the titles, exactly, yeah. when it be a scene on that because the Raw and SmackDown tag team championships you can't switch brands even though they could technically but they can't do that because that's not part of the rules. Yeah, they the have. rules. Yeah, <laughs> they at this point they didn't they have like a like a Dude. invitational or something like that where they had like four times a year they've done it at least ten times already. That rule's already <laughs> broken. That rule's already broken. Do you remember the wild card rule? Yeah. It was like once one superstar, like three superstars of a show. Yeah, it was always Roman Reigns. <laughs> it was literally always. I saw, I'm like, what, what show is he on? I always forgot. It was about like, that. oh, this dude's just always on every show. I'm surprised they, really, they haven't put him in NXT yet. I know, right? They should. Speaking of that, I was going to ask earlier on if there's anybody who you would like to see go back down to NXT to the draft. Like, who would that be? Because I know that I know I know technically they're not part of the draft, like drafting people, but they could eventually bring people back down. Who who would you want to though? If the if that if the draft gave that option, the draft people back down. People down. Yeah. Like if they if they gave before the draft, if they gave the option to have three superstars from either show, the three superstars in general, to go back down to NXT, who would your three three people be? Could be from either show. Right now they're building like right now they look like they're doing something. Um but I don't know how much they have for them, but I would send Ziggler. Okay. okay. And Bobby Roode. Okay. I as that. a ta- I would put them tag as team? a tag team too, yeah. Why not? Um So that that's one. That's the cast is one, right? Would you say that one or that counts as one or two? I would say one because they usually allow tag teams to count as one. Then no, nah, but as two because they can also do their singles thing. Okay. Because they can also because Ziggler could really help them out down there, help build up guys, especially the way that he be putting on matches. Yeah. He could really make it believable for guys, like to build them up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Ziggler, Bobby Roode, and I'm trying to think of one more person. And this is like to help NXT, right? Or it could be anything. It could be help the superstar. It could be to help the superstar too. I'm trying to think. Because who who I want to say. Say it. Who I say think it. would. <laughs> but it's like he's already older. He went straight to the main roster. He never got into NXT. AJ Styles? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, think, I would see him. Cause I think I, he said at one point that he wanted to go to NXT. So if that's the case, bring him back down right now. This is the perfect time to bring it down. So I was thinking yeah. the same thing. I, I was think thinking the matches he could put on down there. Oh, dude, I would. That would be amazing. Him and Gargano, him and Ch- Champa, Cole, him and Cole, him and o- and Riley, him and oh, Strong, Balor. him and Balor. Dude, um, I would. I would. 
anybody down anybody down there he could put on a, a show with. Yeah. It's just actually getting him down there. And then it's kind of like you don't want it to look like a step down for him. Yeah. But it's but not because if, if he I said it himself. Belt, yeah. I would put the belt on him. Yeah. Have him win the NXT championship. Him versus Balor. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually go and watch it there myself if that's the case. No, because I think Adam I, I think Adam Cole, I think AJ Styles in NXT would be oh, incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Especially with the roster they have right now. Yeah. I, I think w- I think that would be dope. The three the three people I would choose, I I would say, I was gonna say AJ Styles is one of them. Um the second person I would say that would bring down. Hmm, let's see. It's a tough question. Yeah, no, um, I was going to – I'm thinking of a female superstar that needs to come back down. But they just brought down mm. Ember Moon, so I wouldn't necessarily bring a woman dead back down again because they're good for, like, they're good for women. And division. they're stacked, yeah. Yeah, they don't need anybody else there for women. Um, I would say Bo Dallas. That Mainly because he needs to do something that could bring him up more. Um, I thought he was that mystery person on the bike for a takeover. Um. I was expecting it to show up and feud with somebody. He needs to, especially with the talent yeah. they have now. Both that could build him up. Yeah. They would bring him up and they would help him. He would help NXT. Um, have him in the championship again. Um, stuff like that. Another person I would bring down. Or even he, the North American. We exactly. I, I even forgot about that belt too. Me too, man. That's that's a weird belt. Um, yeah. They, but they'd be putting on yeah. they'd be putting on matches. Yeah, that the I take over. I like that match. That take over match. Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, I still, I low key, I think cruiserweights put on yeah one better of show the best yeah, matches yeah. of the night. But then that main event happened, and was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's if you don't give that match of the night. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> what? But then another superstar I would bring back down to NXT would have to be Dominic Mysterio. Like he needs to go back down. He needs to. I, mean, I, I, I like the what I like what he's doing now, but it's like he needs to because I feel like he needs to put on better matches down there to help him grow more. That because I think he said, no, no, wrong person. But anyway, I, I feel like he would be fit well with their cruiserweight division. Yeah, the fact that he definitely. has all the hype he has now, bring him back down, put him in the cruiserweight division, having compete against Swerve Scott, having compete against you know Santos Escobar. He would help there. He could be on 205 Live. That's yeah. kind of a main roster. I guess you could say main roster. I don't care. But um, <laughs> you, you, could, you could definitely put on shows down there. Be at takeovers, have one-on-one match without Ray. Um, how how do you feel about that storyline that's going on right now? Don't like it. That, don't like I it. Don't, no. I don't. I gave I don't, it a while. I gave it a couple weeks. I gave yeah. it a couple weeks. I'm, I'm hyped and for that Murphy and Seth Rollins match. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that match. But the yeah, storyline is it. The way they're no. doing it, it's like. It's weird. This ain't it. This ain't yeah, it. It's weird. And it feels like it's forced. Like, it's not yeah. like. I just, I can't get into it. Speaking I of. I thought I was the only one. Speaking of cruiserweights, so would you bring up a cruiserweight? Because I think like last year, last year they brought up a whole bunch of cruiserweights for the draft. They brought up Carrillo, Murphy, Tozawa, uh, I think Cedric Alexander, um, Gulak. They brought up a whole bunch of cruiserweights from the cruiserweight division. Who Hold on, you... before we get into that, I already heard you say Carrillo. Can I just say, I hate that guy. Why? I don't I just don't like him. I don't know why. Why? I don't know what it is with him. 
every time he pops up on the screen, he just pisses me off. Like, what? I don't know what it is. I I love that guy. Come on, just, that's a... my son Humberto. He just pisses me off. I don't understand. I don't know. I just never. I could never get into him. Like, yeah, he does. He's I like he's cool in the ring and stuff, but like, I just can't. I can't buy into him. You know what I mean? You don't have that one superstar that you just like. I can't buy into this guy. Like everybody loves him, but I just don't like yeah, this guy. Yeah, there. I have a few, but I, I like this guy though. I really do. He he has a lot of potential. He has a lot of potential. Oh, he got he got a bunch of potential, but like I just don't like him. And like I don't know, man. And now they putting him with Mysterio. Like it's looking like they're leading up to that. I would. I would not. I would. I wouldn't be mad at that. I would enjoy not, that. Yeah, I'm put not against at, that either. If anything, if if you're not going to put him at Dominic or Humberto in the singles, singles action, put him as a tag team. You know, put him together and they compete in a tag team. You know, they would be awesome as a tag team, better than, in my opinion, better than Andrade and Garza. They could have a lot of hype. I think they're the same age, Carrillo and Mysterio. I I think... The, uh, together as a young tag team, awesome. Yeah, I think they would be dope. I think... Personally, I think Garza is better than Carrillo. Yeah, that is true. That, that I think is true. Garza. I think Garza is nice. Speaking of Garza, I would send him over to SmackDown, have him compete there. Imagine the matches he could put on by himself, especially Ooh. with those guys they have. Yeah, like that would be awesome. I would enjoy that better than men's tag team, because that, <sighs> yeah, that that would bring. Because yeah. now when, when they had him with Andrade, everyone focused on them together. If you have them separate, have a Garza go to SmackDown, compete by himself, and put on the shows by himself, people will have their eyes on him. And kind of, kind of, you know, all the matches he's had on NXT, all the matches he's had on the main roster so far, amazing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He he really shows that he can go in the ring. Yeah. I I like, I also like him and Andrade as a tag team. Yeah. But I know what you feel. Like, I know what you're saying that, like, he could, he, he can do a lot by himself. He, he yeah. can really show because he shows potential. Yeah, because when he like, when he was on NXT with the Cruiserweight division, that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. I like that one. And then when he got called up and paired with Andrade, I was like, kind of iffy about it. I was like, that shouldn't go that way. I still don't like that they took Zelina away from them. I yeah, that's think, true. Yeah. Um, I, that's I think that. she should have been the manager and just like still wrestle. Like she could still wrestle yeah. as a manager and just keep them under that umbrella so that. She's more legit as a manager now. Now I feel like Zelina Vega is also going to be on a different brand than Andrade. Spinning them yeah. up, she's probably going yeah. to be on SmackDown or Raw, the opposite brand from Andrade. Yeah, and separating that up. I still think Andrade, um, like if the way it's looking, I think Orton is going to win the title. Yeah, at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, if it doesn't, then you just wasted six months of a storyline. Yeah. For nothing, because they've been going at it since what June? Yeah, I think since. Right. Yeah, but whenever SummerSlam, the month before SummerSlam was, I think July, maybe okay, July. July. So July, August, September, October. Four months. Four months. Okay, four months. That's a, and I think this is gonna lead to him winning the belt and keeping it. My the way I'm looking at it is whatever brand Randy Orton goes to. He's gonna win it and stay on that brand with the title. 
Yeah, but I think he's going to beat McIntyre. I think he's staying on Raw. Okay. I think he's going to beat McIntyre. McIntyre's going to smack down, you think? Might. Might. Might down be the cool. line. I would, I would see McIntyre going to SmackDown. Yeah, that would also too. be a number one pick. Because when I was thinking about that number one pick, it was either between Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre. Mine was the Fiend and McIntyre. Yeah, because so, McIntyre is up there. He should be the yeah. first round. I had a list. It was like a top five. I don't know where it is right now. But top three were the Fiend, McIntyre, and Andrade. Ooh, Andrade is just that guy. I don't know how they never had the Andrade versus McIntyre for the belt yeah. feud. Even though Andrade would lose, but that would have been the matches they could have put on would have been be amazing. fantastic. Yeah. Hell yeah. But I think uh, Orton's going to win the belt down the line. I think he'll keep it till Mania. I think Edge is going to come back and win the Rumble. I think he'll beat Orton at Mania for the belt, and that'll be like his last title run. Yeah, like he signed for a couple of years, but I think this will be his last title run, like in the title yeah, picture. Yeah. And then after he loses it, he'll he'll um do the he'll kind of do like the Triple H and Undertaker schedule where he only shows up for the big four pay per views. Yeah, and he'll only have matches there. But I think that's where we like the way it's looking with Randy Orton and McIntyre. I think Orton's gonna win it, and if he wins it. I think he's keeping it, and Edge is coming back and winning the Rumble. Yeah. But I don't know how Andrade hasn't got a title shot against McIntyre if, because if, the show, the matches they could put on would be incredible. Because it, if, even if it's not for the WWE Championship, whatever brand Andrade goes to, they should have him in the title picture at all times. Go for the IC title if he's on the same brand as the IC title. Hopefully United States Championship again. Oh my again. God! If AJ would have won the, if AJ would have won the IC title at that ladder match, if AJ would have won, right? And Andrade moves over to SmackDown, and Andrade would have been feuding with AJ Styles for the IC title. What are we doing? How isn't this happening? How uh, haven't we had Andrade versus AJ for a belt I, yet? I for st- any title. I would still I would still want to see Sami Zayn versus Andrade. Oh, Andrade I would, get, love, to, I would yeah. love to see Sami Zayn versus Andrade. Or even with, even with Hardy, too. Hardy, Jeff too. Hardy, dude, yes. any, I really want to see but, that. But imagine Andrade, AJ, oh, dude. AJ opening that would, up a card for a pay-per-view. That imagine would be awesome. for the title. That would be awesome. I would enjoy that. But yeah, oh, that would be like the... That would be an awesome match right there. Oh yeah. But even if they move on Drade or Garza to SmackDown, whoever moves has to be in that IC t- title picture. Okay, yeah. He okay, needs to who, be. Who which whichever one of them move over has to be in that title picture. And eventually, I, I think they're done with the tag titles. I think yeah. they, they were I think they were gonna give it to them. Yeah, and then that happened. But then the that whole happened. thing happened and then the, now they're probably like, you know what, just singles competitors better yeah. off. Exactly. I would I love. Think, I would love to see Andrade versus Angel Garza for a championship. That would be awesome. That would be oh, awesome. Oh man, yeah, I that would, would be dope. That would be sick. And then you have the whole history behind it. Exactly. Yeah. That should. They should be like a top two guy. They should be top two guys eventually in the, in the company. They should. Opinion. They should. Um, if you were to have the lap, who do you think? It's kind of a random question. Um, I don't know if you had to answer this one. Who would be? So you talked about the first pick. Yeah. Who would you pick last? <laughs> Who would you pick last? Uh, I, got a list. I got a list for you. 
uh, Nia Jax would be my last <laughs> she's, pick. She'll be, she'll be a free agent, in my opinion. She'll be a free agent. Oh, my uh, God. She should move down to NXT, but not in a good way. Yeah. She should move back to go get training. Exactly. Um, Humberto I'll, is on that list. R-Truth. I would take last. R-Truth. R-Truth. R-Truth, yeah. But R-Truth is entertaining. I might pick him up just okay, yeah, because he's true. entertaining. I might just be like, ah, yeah, come on. Uh, oh, they Mysterio, just... Re- Mysterio's just- son... He just revealed the rules for the draft just a few minutes ago. Let me read it. So, more than 60 male superstars, female superstars, and tag teams have been placed into the 2020 WWE draft. It's going to be 60 picks. I'm assuming that's what it's saying. The draft begins Friday night on SmackDown. It concludes on Monday Night Raw. More than 20 superstars are eligible to get drafted on Friday Night SmackDown, and 30 superstars are eligible to be drafted on Raw. Since Friday Night SmackDown is a two-hour show, Monday Night Raw is a three-hour show. For every two picks SmackDown has, Raw will get three picks. Tag teams count as one pick unless... What? Wait, hold up. So, for every two picks SmackDown has, Raw will get three. Because Raw is a three-hour show. So, for each round, I think SmackDown has two picks. Raw has three. For every round, I think. So, SmackDown will have less picks than Raw, I'm assuming. It makes sense okay. in a way. It makes sense because they have a, okay. they need less superstar for their show. I guess. Uh, tag teams will count as one pick unless Fox or USA Network uh, wants to pick one superstar from each team. So tag, tag teams can split Ta- up. Time out. So the draft isn't like, yo, Vince is picking who's going where. Like, you know how usually they have a manager and they'll be like, oh, yeah. Raw is picking. Our people who are drafting people, they're using USA and Fox as like the top people who's drafted. Mm-hmm. I that's think funny. Fox that's and great. USA. That's great. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I think that's 100% correct. I think they are like, yo, you should get this guy. We want this guy on Raw. Yeah. And Fox is probably like, yo, you should bring this guy to SmackDown, this woman to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we've seen it because it's been a year since – SmackDown wow. and Fox, they had a chance to watch Raw too. Now they know. So any undrafted wow. superstars, any undrafted superstars will immediately be declared as free agents and able to, to sign with the brand of their choice. So that also can mean that superstars can also choose NXT if they want to go to NXT if they're undrafted. Not necessarily mean that any of the top guys will be undrafted, but if they are undrafted, they can go back to NXT and go there. You, yo, right when you said that, that's exactly what I thought NXT. Do you know how crazy it would be if you had a big name and maybe that's how you get AJ to NXT? Yeah, he goes on draft. Maybe, maybe AJ goes the forgotten one. Yeah. Maybe no, maybe and that's that's part of a storyline when and AJ exactly. Styles is waiting. He's like, When am I getting drafted? When am I getting drafted? He exactly. doesn't get drafted. He's and like, then, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm going to NXT. Or even that, he shows up to Raw, cuts a promo about how, hey. I went undrafted. Nobody really notices when the draft is going on because so many superstars getting thrown at you. Yeah. You even forget yourself because there's been times that you forget, oh, where did this person end up? That was like, um, yeah. I forgot who got drafted like in the late rounds. It was like an NXT person. I was like, oh, shoot, they were actually in the draft. Yeah. But like he could become the forgotten one and he could be like, yo, like, Raw didn't draft me. SmackDown didn't draft me. Now, I don't know. Now, they're both offering me contracts, and I don't know where to go. And, and he Triple shows H. up on 
and he shows up on Raw and SmackDown for like two episodes each. Then Triple H comes through and be like, yo, sign with us, man. And then you just see Raw end like that. Like AJ, like let's say he loses the main event on Raw. He's walking, like he's walking. Um, let's say he just loses a match. Yeah. Main event ends on Raw. You know how sometimes, like how I think last week they cut to Randy Orton attacking the, yeah, the, the legends. legends. Yeah. You can have off. that happen, like AJ leaving, leaving Raw, and somebody stops him. Don't you don't see, see who it is. Yeah. And then NXT starts no, out. We, we just. All we see is the contract handed to him. Nobody there sees the contract. Yeah. He looks but like, at it you don't even see what the contract is. Yeah. NXT starts up like regular. Oh, like they show the entrance. Oh, dope. Welcome to NXT. AJ's music hits. And he's like, yo. He brings a contract with him. And be like, oh, someone offered me a contract. Yeah, come here. and then he, he signs it. It in the ring, leaves and it in leaves it in the middle of the ring. That could be the ending. That could be the ending. That could be the ending, but it could also be the beginning. And then as he's walking out, Triple H is at the this thing, and he just shakes his hand. And now you're like, hand. oh, Thank oh shoot, you. it was Triple H that gave him the contract. So many ways you could do this. Yeah, getting AJ to NXT, just do it already. That like a hype him up going to NXT, <laughs> like a hype up NXT exactly. instead of making it look like you said before, made the doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. It'd be like, oh shoot, NXT, that's dope. It's awesome. People exactly. Hype cause it up. you you cause right now, what's going on in NXT? Uh one next big thing, Halloween Havoc. You have a habit on an episode that oh, is yeah. hyped up. Exactly. Let's say let's say they decide to have a title match that night. And then someone comes out and they, um, in a costume. And then you don't know who it is. Like who is, so what is going to attack? There's so many things. Dude, it's dope. Do. I'm so, like, so we should be writers. Why aren't we? Yeah, writers? we should. What, we what? should. You could even have him. You could even make it as simple as possible and have, let's say, uh, I don't know how long Finn is gonna be out with his jaw, but let's say he defends the belt, or let's say somebody wins the number one. Let's say they have a number one contender match. Yeah. Right. Somebody wins it. They're celebrating the ring. All of a sudden, his mu- AJ's music hits. Or not even, he just shows up on the ramp. Yeah. With the contract in hand, signs it. And then Triple H, you see him in the back, like just walk behind him, like in the distance. And it's like, oh, shoot. AJ is in NXT. Like, there's so many ways you can do this. Definitely. So yeah. many ways. And there's so many, like, it doesn't even only have to be AJ. There's so many yeah. superstars you can do this with. Exactly. You can do this with Andrade. And the reason for it is, um, Triple H is bringing me back because he showed me that there's nothing really for me in the main roster. And he believes in me still. And he, yeah, he thinks I could still make a difference. Even, and then bring the whole this thing. Vince doesn't believe in me, but Triple H has my back and he exactly. knows I can make a difference. And that's why I signed with NXT. Exactly. So many people. Like, yeah. So many ways. So many ways. Bo Dallas. Doesn't get drafted. He shows up on NXT. Exactly. Easy. Even that, you could do Triple H come out. I just signed. Or the William Regal. I just signed the hottest free agent. And you wouldn't expect it because Bo Dallas is not a big guy. Yeah. Then he becomes then, a big name. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, I'm so excited for this draft. He re- now he just got me he, so hyped. And he returns as a heel. He exactly. returns as a heel. Let's say Adam Cole wins. Let's say somebody like Adam Cole or a Tommaso wins the number one contender, let's say they do a number one contender match, like I was saying, 
let's say they win. They come out on the stage and they're like, I just signed the biggest free agent that did not – he went undrafted. He hasn't been on TV for a while now. And in the middle of Triple H giving this whole talk, Bo Dallas just attacks Tommaso or whoever wins the number one contender from behind yeah. and destroys them. And then just walks up the ramp, signs a contract, hands it to Triple H, D- and fades to like, black. And fades to black. Dude, that is awesome. That NXT is, a... is now must-watch television. And you got to believe that. Exactly. You got to believe that. <laughs> See, come on, man. There's so many things you could do. Exactly. So I guess you could say that's the last wrap. You can wrap this episode up. Yeah. Um, do you have a question you want to ask for next week? It could be bad anything. Um, my question was the question you asked before. NXT, who would you bring down? But let me think. Let me think. Want to change it up a little bit? What's up? Want to change up the question? Or is that the question you want to ask? No, no, no. Because we kind of answered it. Who would yeah, bring yeah, yeah. down? Who would we bring down? Um, question. <laughs> sure. <I think. laughs> Oh my god! I used to be so good with these and just coming up with them on the spot. Yeah. Let's talk. You want to yeah. you you ask a question? One? You want to ask a have... question for from a different company? We can talk about a different company next week, or something like that. If you were to have an undrafted free agent go to a different brand, different company, different company, not a brand, a different company, have them be like their final, final like not being drafted was for a specific reason for leaving the company, you know. What do you mean? Like, like just... if there someone that didn't get drafted, it's like, oh, I'm, I didn't get drafted because I'm leaving the company and going somewhere else. You know how crazy that would be? That would be so lit. Not, it doesn't necessarily be like a storyline for WWE. You'd just be like, oh, no, I just, just like, yeah. out. Yeah. And then who, who would that superstar be let's leaving say the company? This. Let's say this. Who right now on the WWE roster do you think can go to any promotion and still be a star? Because there's certain people that can't. Like, yeah, yeah. a Roman Reigns, I think, is only a star. In because WWE. of WWE. Yeah. And they know how to write for him. Yeah. Because he's a WWE character. Yeah. Like, he was made. Like, he is like a Hulk Hogan. He was made in WWE. Like a John Cena. He's only he's good a in John, WWE. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they know how to write for him. Nobody else knows how to write for that character. Yeah. So who's who's... You could even give me like a top three because there's a couple people that could go okay. to any company okay. and still be dominant and might even be a bigger star. In the independent scene? Either in the independent scene, TNA, AEW, New Japan, just anywhere else. Okay. And they could still keep their star power, but also maybe like a Johnny Gargano who doesn't have the size and might not be able to be a champion in WWE. But then like, goes somewhere else, gets bigger. Comes exactly. Back. He could have an opportunity and still keep that star status because he's still a star in WWE. Yeah, yeah. He just, if he moves to the main roster, my opinion, they won't give him the belt because of his size. Yeah. Where some, is he someone that can go to any company with his size and win a belt and still be a star? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, top three people who can who- move to another promotion. And still keep their star power, and could and might even be possible to be a bigger star than they are right now. Okay, 
That's a, good, that's a good question. I yeah. like that one. I like All right. that one. All right. So that's been episode number five, Draft Talk of the Rink Fanatics Podcast. I am Nick. Of course. Of course, Joel. And we'll see you guys next time. Catch you. <laughs>